Welcome. You have found the Find the Gem podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Watson, and I'll be your host as we embark on a journey to discover the genuine enlightened moments that spark meaning, joy, and energy into the lives of young people. Today, I will be talking with one of my favorite people, Julie Dick. Julie is my identical twin sister. And we have a lot in common, but we have some differences too. So today we're going to talk all things twin, share some of our favorite twin moments, and give you some insight in what it's like to be a twin. Enjoy. I think having each other, you know, as twins, it really brought out our best strengths in a way, because we could try it out with each other. We could Uh, create together. We could brainstorm of things to do and ways to do them. We always had like a a best friend to share with, to talk to. Um, If like in that example of jumping out of the tree, I mean, by you saying that to me, probably helped me to reason, well, maybe jumping out of the, the window and trying to fly isn't the best way about it. You know, and being able to share that and collaborate with each other. And then we both had, we had a lot of likenesses. There's a lot of things that were very similar, but we also had some differences. Like you said, the uh, being a little more impulsive or mischievous at times. And, you know, my role was, well, let's kind of think about it. Should we try this out? I mean, and sometimes being very adventurous together and both having some sort of sense of adventure in whatever the activity was. Oh, let's swing on the vine. Hey, let's swing in the vine and then swing to the next tree and hold on to that one. <laughs> or pick it. <laughs> yeah. How, how do you think that um, our twinness or being twins has impacted us in our lives? Well, I, I do think... Well, I think being a twin, even through, you know, times in our life that we were, you know, things were changing or moving, we always had a sense of security in that, which I think gave us a lot of strength. Um, I, I also think that, you know, we, like you said, we were able to talk things through and help each other understand, you know, things and issues and people as we grew up. We always were able to kind of in a safe place, you know, always were able to to talk some of those things through, even when we, you know, got to an age where we were starting to like boys and, you know, have some of those types of feelings, we were able to kind of analyze those and, and, you know, recognize that, you know, that that wasn't unusual because I felt a certain way or was going through something that, you know, that you had that in common as well. And I, I think that helped give us a a very strong foundation and security. So despite what other things might be happening in our life, change or difficulty or other things, I I feel like that was a really good foundation. Yeah, certainly. I mean, certainly coming from, you know, having good parents as well and, and, and an older brother, but I, I, I definitely think having identical twin had its advantages and, and shaping us to where we are now. 
You know, I think what was uh, was like you mentioned, uh, we had each other and we had good parents and good siblings and other caring adults in our life. I think how that really helped to shape us is that we always had a strong sense of self. We, we didn't see ourselves as exactly the same as oftentimes people treat twins as they're exactly alike, that there isn't a difference, that they're, they're a unit, they look exactly alike, they must be exactly alike in every way. And although we realize that that's how people would see us at times, we ourselves knew we were, we were, we were secure in who we were as individuals. I think that was challenged at times where we were trying to find our own way and find things that each of us were interested in. But for the most part, we really did have a strong sense of self, but we also had uh, a great appreciation for who we are, were as twins. We really have enjoyed uh, being twins. You know, we've had, we, you know, have a great relationship we've been able to do a lot in our lives together. We've been able to see each other do some, some wonderful things in our lives. And we have always had that um, appreciation for twins. And I'm sure, you know, there were many times in growing up where we were challenged by it. I mean, do you remember sometimes, especially in those teen years when we were, when people would refer to us as exactly the same or treat us exactly the same, that would cause some some hurt feelings at times, you know, when yeah. you're, we're trying, can you think of it, think of a time uh, of that, that uh, we experienced that? Well, we never liked that. We never, even though we did have, we were involved in a lot of the same things and things like that. But like you said, we also saw ourselves as individual people with our own unique um, personality traits. So when people would lump us together and, and would say things like Jennifer, Julie, whatever, doesn't matter, you know, that, that would be hurtful at times. We wanted people to recognize us for ourselves. And, and I, I think everybody in life, you know, wants people to kind of uh, see you as an individual, as a, as a unique person. And sometimes with twins that it never caused me to resent being a twin or didn't want to be a twin or even rebel and try to be very different from my twin. But it, it certainly was frustrating at times. I think there was the, the one time maybe in high school where we were, everybody in the class had their own computer and we were put at the same one. Oh yes. Like it like it wouldn't be an issue for us at all to to not be able to have our own computer mm-hmm. and and be able to work on it and have our own individualized communication on the computer whatever and I you know we were very infuriated by that because it was almost as if we were one body one yeah. mind and you know those were the times um that were hard sometimes as twins or yeah I remember like what when one of us wrote an article for the yearbook and they put both our names on the article and that offended us in that they 
whoever did that didn't think to take the time to find out which twin wrote the article. And I think another that, thing is that was well that I think sometimes that was the hardest part yeah. about it is it's not that we didn't understand sometimes if people confused us or they couldn't tell us apart. I mean, I get that. I understand that. I've met other twins and you know, maybe haven't always known the differences right off, but I think it was the lack of effort sometimes yes. to or to not not taking the time to see that there are two people there yeah. and that 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 they each have their own contributions and um, input into things and I think for twins that's you know you you want that acknowledgement just like everybody else does yeah. um I know that we've always kind of said you know throughout our lives we we we've observed that there's those people that um, when they see us they immediately see see differences they immediately see oh I see how I see how you're different and there are those people that never see any difference and only see likenesses. And I've always found that fascinating. Like you, yeah. you either look for the differences or you look for the likenesses. And I, I really kind of enjoyed those conversations with people over the years to, to really see, you know, their perspective of twins and, and how they're looking at twins. You know, are you, are you looking for what's alike or are you looking for what's different? You know, and that's really, um, it really creates some good conversations, you know, yeah, about does. how we and see we, others. And that, and we, you know, we never really minded that. I think mostly whether they were looking at our differences or looking at our similarities, you know, the fact that they were making an effort to, to even know us, we appreciated that. Yeah. I never um, minded, you know, sometimes people would come and, you know, they come to you and they say, Oh, Hi, um, Julie. And I say, oh, I'm Jennifer. And then they'd be so embarrassed. And I, I would always try to reassure them, please don't be embarrassed. The fact that you are making an effort to say hi to the twin you think I am, uh, you know, I have no problem with that. I understand that. I mean, we're, we're a lot alike. We look a lot alike. Of course, people are going to mix that up. But I always appreciated those who approached it, you know, even if they were wrong. When people yeah. would kind of hide, you know, when people kind of hide or like, oh, I don't know which one it is. I'm just going to avoid them altogether. That's when, you know, sometimes, oh. and, you know. Yeah, we had, we had a few moments where there were people who freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> There's that one, I don't, this one comes to mind in, in high school <laughs> where um, I had liked a guy, but he didn't, he didn't really know. He didn't know I was a twin at all. Yeah. And so I finally got the nerve to go up and talk to him. And he walked me to class. And I was so thrilled that he walked me to class. And then you came up <laughs> and said, hi, Julie. And he, he freaked out. I mean, he looked like he, he you know, he was seeing he saw a ghost. <laughs> he literally ran away, you know, and... <laughs> <laughs> he just you know, wasn't it, expecting he wasn't that. expecting it I mean if I he think had that's known, the biggest shock too when somebody doesn't know you're a twin and they're not thinking that you could possibly be a twin and then they run into you with and then you tell them you know then they think you're somebody else and it's almost hard to process wait a minute 
I, I, you're a twin what <laughs> yeah I, and I, you know I mean I haven't been on that side really you know even when I've met other twins since I I'm so in touch with that experience you know I but I I could see why that would be especially if you haven't known any other twins or you haven't seen any other twins and then all of a sudden um so and that's you know one example there's been a few of those those types of situations um and and we've also you know um (laughs) at times have had fun with being twins i mean we've we've switched on teachers we have our famous switching on twin um teachers and you know there was the time in college where you you met a guy that you you thought he'd be perfect for me because you were already engaged at that point so you came back and said, hey, I met this really cute guy at the computer lab. Maybe you should meet him. Well, and what so, was so funny about that, though, I had met him at the computer lab because we were sitting beside each other. Yeah. And we had small talk just, you know, on various topics. But we never really got to the point where we introduced ourselves mm. at all. And I came back, I remember, and, and said, to you and told you about him you know th- he's a pretty <laughs> interesting guy you know I mean you you might like him and um but you know we didn't really have any sort of game plan or anything no and no once coincidentally you went to the computer lab maybe around that same time that I typically had and sat in the same spot That's that true. I sat which was right beside him <laughs> and you didn't know who he was you hadn't seen him at this point you ju- you had just heard me tell you about him and yeah. and at that time you <laughs> you both introduced yourselves you know uh, finally uh-huh. he, he he assumed it was the same person I mean why wouldn't he why would yeah. he think somebody else yeah and you don't you just actually, think oh she's a twin <laughs> and you actually had on a jacket that day with your name on it had your name embroidered Jennifer on on the left side and he I think that's what he said oh so your name's Jennifer that's your name <laughs> and they they struck up a conversation and went on a date <laughs> <laughs> yeah that you know it that was um kind of a cool but strange experience too because even on the date he he would mention things that you had talked about when you had met him and yeah. I would have to think, oh, oh, okay, and pretend that I knew exactly what he was talking about. <laughs> um, but you know, at that point, what do you say? Oh, by the way, you met my twin the first time. I mean, it, you know, it, it was kind of one of those awkward moments to do that. And there's been times too where I, at the one time I ran into somebody that you knew, I didn't know them at all. I don't even think I knew of them. And she was talking to me about I think you shared a class together in your um uh in your master's program and uh I ran into in the store and she's telling me you know about an assignment or a test that you all had and and I just didn't want to stop her and embarrass her by saying so I just went along (laughs) um you know I mean there's been a few times where we've for the most part, we will tell you because we just, you know, we don't want to have to pretend to be one another or, or, or 
do that. But there have been times, many times, where we have met people the other one knew that we didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I, that, so. that, that is certainly one of the challenges of, you know, being a twin because you, you find yourself in those situations and you want to be genuine with those that are, you're talking. And most of the time you can, you can kind of correct it or say, oh, oh you must know my, my sister, Julie, I'm Jennifer. And if they know you're a twin already, usually people are pretty cool and receptive to that. But then there's those cases where they don't know and you have to break the news to them. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry you've just told me all of this, but I'm actually not who you think I am. <laughs> and then there's cases where you, you know, you think in your, you just think, you know, should I mention it or let it go? And, you know, as I've gotten older, I've decided not to let it go because <laughs> there's always that chance that they're going to run into the right twin and mention the last time they met, <laughs> or they're going to notice soon after the encounter that you are the twin. And it just creates some, you know, additional awkwardness. Um, and I've also had situations where somebody will say to me, I saw somebody the other day that looked just like you. And I, and it, it may have been my twin. I mean, it's very likely that it was my identical twin sister. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Yeah. That's, that's always funny too. I mean, you know, what I've kind of, what I love about one of the things that I, I love being about twins is the stories it creates in your life. I mean, yeah. all of these, you know, exciting encounters and moments, it just brings on so many, so many things that are enjoyable to talk about and share. And there's so much that we could tell here. One of my favorite twin stories though, is that the um the twin audition the audition oh, yeah. in new york city yeah um that's a that's a great one but well you know many years ago julie and i learned about the twins day festival and if you are a twin and you're listening to this and you haven't been you need to go <laughs> to the twinsburg twins ohio to twinsburg ohio every year they hold a festival where thousands of twins all over the world attend and it's just great fun all the twins march in a parade <laughs> researchers come from all over the all over the world really you know and what's interesting about the twins and multiple parade parade because there's also you know triplets or multiples that walk in it as well people come from all over the area or wherever to yeah. watch this so you've got people taking your pictures and you know videoing you know the twins it's it was really and twins a, dress up in costumes and and you and it it's the if you're not if you're there and you're not a twin you're in a minority yeah <laughs> i mean it's 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 really kind of a interesting feeling and experience but yeah, a, that a first year one. we went, that first year we went, you know, just the language twins use, you know, how they uh -huh. refer to themselves and to those that who aren't twins. You know, we call all of you non-twins out there, singletons, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or there's the twin A and the twin B there. It, it was just, and it was, 
it's such a wonderful experience to be around other twins where you can share all these incredible stories and these different experiences they find themselves in. And when we were there that first time, which brings me to the story that I love, is that, um, and Julie, you can correct me if I'm wrong. So we went, they had a photographer there who was taking pictures of twins. And so we got our picture taken. Now, I don't remember, do you remember if, was it there that they, that they, that twins, there were twins, there were twins there that were talent agents. Were they cast twins in movies and commercials and TV shows? Well, they had seen, the, I think we had met them, but I don't know if they had seen the photo at this point. But we had met them there and we thought that was really cool. That was such a cool, you know, job they had. Um, but at some point they had, I guess they were going through the pictures that were taken by the photographer and were, and were looking at twins that might um, be of interest in being cast into something. And somehow they ran across our photo and they thought, oh, these twins might be good for a new movie that was being made. With yeah, we were the right age. We were the right age. We had the right coloring. Um, and there was a film being made with Nicole Kidman and Robert Downing Jr. And so they shared, they told us that this movie was being made and they wanted uh, twins to be in the movie. And I don't think at that point they told us what the movie was about, or maybe they didn't know at that point. Do you remember if we knew at that I point what the so. movie I was think, about? I think no, we didn't know. I think we may, might have known the name of the movie and, and the actors, of course. Yeah, and, and that then it we was were a so... Siamese twin role where. Did we, we know that? That, that they would sign me for Siamese yes. twins at that point? Okay, yes. well, so they said they were doing auditions in New York City and that if we were interested, we could fly to New York City, go to the audition. Well, that's such an exciting opportunity. How can you pass down that opportunity? I mean, if nothing else, just to be a part of, audi of an audition. I mean, we weren't actors. Um, yeah. So we, <laughs> we, we did, we went to New York and the day of the audition, you know, you and I remember we, we went to the Today Show and I think we were in the plaza and we saw Katie Couric and, um did we see Mac, Matt Lauer maybe and I think so yeah so we yeah. had a great time there and we just had a lot of fun that day and just kind of walked around the city and just took in all the sights do you but do you remember the audition is that what you were going to say the yeah audition? I was going to say and then we were gonna they told us to they said okay I don't know if we did know it was Siamese yet because I remember them telling us now be sure you dress just alike and to kind of act clingy. <laughs> Remember that? Yes. So I don't Real think we dubby. knew it was Siamese yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, this and, was and, in uh, 2004. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this has been a while. And so, yeah, it was right around our 30th birthday. So we thought, you know, it was, it was, it was after our 30th birthday, but it was a whole 30th year. I mean, that's kind of a cool thing to happen, <laughs> you know, yeah. as you turn 30. But 
So they told us to dress just to like, they told us to dress kind of like we were more, you know, in the, in, in the 1950s, didn't they dress kind of like you would if you were in the 1950s? Yeah. And uh, be clingy. And one of the funniest memories that stands out is, first of all, we're walking down the streets of New York dressed identical in these <laughs> outfits that look like, you know, a 1950s wardrobe. And people are hollering out, you know, the cars and the taxi, ah, you know, all these comments that they make. And then we get to the audition and there's all these, there's, I don't know, maybe 10 different sets of twins. And there were, you know, different looking twins. They were redheads, they were blondes, they were, you know, brunettes, different, different twins. And what I loved about what you did <laughs> when the, I guess the, when the director came out and all he did was walk into the room and just look at everybody. You know, we didn't yeah. really have to do anything, but what I loved what you did, <laughs> because they had said be clingy, you were hugging me and hanging on to me and staying attached to me. And if you know us, we're not really clingy. I mean, we're really, you know, we're, we're together a lot, and, but we're not necessarily, you know, always, holding on to one another and when you were doing that on the audition I found that so humorous and we kind of played that part I wanted that part my god I wanted that part and so, I don't know I really don't know at what point we knew that the role was for for twins to play Chinese twins I'm not I sure I feel like we knew at least at the audition and maybe they told maybe. us there and that's why it started getting real lovey-dovey clingy to you like that <laughs> yeah that that was just a lot of fun and, and it turned out with that movie the movie didn't end up using the twins in the movie but the movie did come out and it was called fur and it was a based on the story of a famous photographer in the 1950s 60s named diane arbus and she was known to take pictures of very unusual things so she took a lot of pictures of like different circus uh creek you know uh, just different um, characters. circus characters um and and one one of those characters was some a, sign, a pair of Siamese twins and so they wanted you know those twins to play that role but they actually ended up not using that character for whatever reason um but it was still just an incredible experience that you really couldn't have unless you had been to the Twins Festival or you had been a twin. And that's just a wonderful memory that stands out, that old well, trip. And it was only a 24 hour trip. Yeah, it was I such think, an adventure. You know, being, a, being a twin has definitely brought some adventures and opportunities, you know, um, and, and it's always an icebreaker. It, you know, being a twin does capture, you know, maybe everybody's attention, but for the most part, it, it captures attention and interest and curiosity from people. Yeah. And that in itself has kind of created some interesting and um, opportunities and, and meeting people, you know, it's kind of helped us to be able to meet people through the years. Um, that all it's it's always kind of a fun fact to tell about yourself <laughs> that you're yeah. an identical twin 
And, you know, there's plenty of stories and people always have tons of questions for us. And we've heard, we've heard some of the same questions over and over our whole lives. And then we've heard some really, you know, what are some of the questions that twins hear uh, often? Well, you, you always, it seems like there's always the first, the first question is, are you twins? Yeah. You know, that's always the first question. Um, and then the second question is usually, are you all identical? Mm -hmm. That kind of opens up that story, you know, of being identical versus fraternal. And, um, and you know, there'll be questions like maybe who's, who's smarter or who's, you know, there's some sort of question about our differences sometimes. Another or, comment, or, yeah, go or ahead. Comment, or comments on, well, you're taller, or you're, you know, and sometimes- Or noticing the difference, how we're the different. Difference. Yes, and people who usually know one of us before meeting both of us can see differences almost yeah. immediately, and that's because they've come to know you. So as an individual- even though this person looks a lot like you and that's amazingly interesting, they can usually still, they still know you. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it, 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 it's always a, an interesting conversation. Well, you know, the way. other question, the other question that comes up sometimes is, can you feel what your sister feels? Yeah, we or, got that when we were young. Uh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We would, we would tease, people about that one <laughs> yeah you know um yeah and, and, or, and sometimes you... we wondered that ourselves because yeah there there were times that you know I it seemed like I kind of sensed that you were feeling a certain way and I have a sense about it like huh. well I will say there's been many times I mean even when we're together you we know what each other's thinking I mean we, and we may I you know, it's not that we have the same brain or have the same thoughts, but I think because we're very connected and we yeah. do are very similar, um, you know, we, we often know what the other is thinking and, and that's what made us great doubles partners in tennis. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. Very in tune, in tune to each other. Yes. We didn't have to verbally communicate our thoughts. You know, we could look at each other and knew what the other was thinking or, or if the other was upset or mad or hurt or happy. You know, we, yeah, we were very in touch with, with our feelings. But, you know, people would often ask, do you, are you thinking what the other's thinking? So, like, if we're apart, mm. are, do I we know thinking, yeah. if what Jennifer's thinking right now? And, you know, there have been situations many times that, we'll show up at something and have on the same shirt. <laughs> we'll go to each other's closets and find that we have the same outfits we've bought without ever discussing it or even going shopping together. Um, or there's been- Or even eating the same thing at the same time. Yeah. And then or talk to each other and say, hey, I just ate that. Yeah, many times where you would say something like, gosh, I'm really craving some M&Ms. And I'll be like, I just ate some M&Ms. <laughs> You know, that, that's happened, I mean, even the other day, I think. Uh, so, you know, there are some interesting, uh, you know, things about being 
twins. Um, I, I don't know though if if Jenna Jennifer were to stub her toe, if I would necessarily <laughs> feel it. <laughs> uh, luckily, you know, fortunately, we haven't had either one of us have had some major physical crisis, you know. Um, but we we do tend to have the same ailment sometimes, you know. Like if if I have some sort of issue on my skin, you know, a, a eczema spot that I had once in my hands, you know, Jennifer might get that same spot, you know, two months later on her hand. I mean, <laughs> you know, there have been some interesting instances like that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's so many things. Well, you know, if there are any parents of twins listening in, what wisdom could we share with them in raising identical twins what what would be helpful for those parents to know or to well to I help do, I, I do and I think our parents did a good job so I don't have any complaints in terms of how our pan, parents had to handle the challenges of having twins but I would say that you always want to recognize your children as individuals even mm -hmm. if they are extremely similar you still want to make time with them individually as well to help them nurture those individual sparks or interests don't, don't just assume because they're twins they need to dress alike they need to they do need everything to do together even. and and sometimes as parents even with siblings that's convenient at times you know to to have to do that um, and even putting them in the same activity, you know, uh, but give them still the opportunity to find their own path. Way. Yeah. No matter how similar it may end up being, you know, anyway, but, you know, at least give them the opportunity to be an individual. And, you know, I think one of the things our mom did is when early on, and she really didn't want the schools to put us in the same class because mm -hmm. that twins oftentimes are very dependent on one another mm -hmm. just naturally because you you're comfortable with each other and it's a security to have your twin you're in the you. same same age going through the same things living in the same home but you have to learn though how to handle things on your own and take yeah. responsibility for yourself. And I think our mom understood that there needed to be a balance because yes, we did need each other at times. We needed to be close, but there were also situations where we needed to learn to be our own, you know, our own student, our own kid, our own, you know, whatever. And I think that really was great for us because, you know, we had, we had a great close friendship and relationship and, and nobody was ever going to influence that, that, that existed already. But I mean, at, at the same time, we were also able to develop our own skills and our own experiences and have to learn to, to deal with being independent too. And yeah, so, because you, as you move into adulthood, you have to have some sense of who you are and what you can do. 
I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly wonderful to have this relationship in, in sharing so much with someone else, but all of us need to have our own independent things, our own individual things that we can take part in. And you may notice in twins that there's different sparks. You know, I use the word sparks a lot in my coaching practice that real sparks are those deep interests, talents, skills, talents that we each have that really um, generate passion and give us purpose and motivate us in life. And everyone um, has those things. And I think it's important for adults or parents um, to help nurture those sparks in children so that they have this kind of awareness of who they are and what they like and what they love. And I think for twins, when so much seems the same, looking at them, you know, wanting to project that likeness onto them and everything they do, that it's important to acknowledge, yes, there's a lot alike and they love being twins and it's wonderful, but also they each have their own individual sparks. And, you know, what would you say one of your sparks were when you were a child? Maybe different than mine. I mean, we had a lot of likeness, but we also had some different sparks too. Yeah. Um, well, as a, as a kid, I always liked to, and, and I think you did too, but I think we kind of had different, um, different ways of doing certain things like we were aligned in certain interests and sparks but we also had kind of our own uh take on it I guess but when I was a kid I really liked organizing events and activities and um getting our neighborhood kids and friends and involved um you know I I would have these kind of visions of you know, productions and plays and concerts <laughs> that could give. And I, uh, you know, I would organize, you know, Jennifer and all our friends and kind of try to put together these, these events and yeah. would, would really kind of be the coordinator of that. And, it, and it's interesting. I've always have kind of thought that way about yeah. things. And so you know, when I got out of college and majored in communication, like Jennifer did too, but, you know, I started working for a nonprofit and, mm -hmm. and was organizing major fundraising events and, um, you know, uh, making corporate partnerships to, to get them involved. And, and I really like doing that. And I, I really have been doing that type of work ever since mm -hmm. um, being very involved in the, the tennis world. Um, in my local community, you know, organizing um, tennis events and getting kids involved in, in tennis and, and opportunities and, and now doing um, that for the Raleigh Tennis Association. But it seems like everything I've ever done, there's been that theme yeah. to, of, of, of wanting to do something very, um, that gives back, that's very community oriented there's an element of, of, if it doesn't exist, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to create it. <laughs> and yeah. I'm going to 
people this opportunity. So well, you I'll have, share that part with you. <laughs> you definitely, I mean, there's definitely, I think the same kind of thinking and uh, what are the, the, the words kind of the, the value or the interest yeah. we've just kind of done it maybe in different outlets and different ways. Well, um, one thing, you know, cause Julie and I, you know, we, we can, we share a passion for creating opportunities or creating settings that really empower young people to do well and to find themselves. And we've done that in, in different kinds of ways in our career. Like she's talking about, she, you know, organizes and coordinates and develops, you know, tennis programs that not only teach them the skill of tennis, but also really promote uh, a healthy, happy um, life for environment. themselves. Environment, yeah. Um, and we share that in common. And I, and I think one thing, when you were talking about that, when I was thinking, okay, if your sparks of my spark, one thing that I really think has impacted the way that I and you view um, our world and our life and our profession is that being a twin, you find yourself like in many situations that we did together, we both taught tennis together as you know teenagers for the Parks and Rec and we've done a number of things together and we would bring our sparks together. You know, we'd kind of collaborate and we both have a lot of value to add to those experience. And I think one thing that has taught me going into the world, there's many ways to live out your spark. And there are many ways that your spark plays with other sparks. And so when you're, you're in a situation, when you're working or you're out there in the world with people, you can see everybody has some uniqueness to it. And you might have a similar spark, but it might play out a little bit differently. It yeah. might be a little bit different. And I think that's such a valuable thing that I gained from that because us doing so much together, I saw your spark. I saw your spark. Oh, I see my sparks this way, but we can, we can really have a lot of power if we, you know, we kind of put our sparks together, you know, in, and, you know, sometimes like, you know, I've even seen that with um, your children, you know, your, your son was a, 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 is an incredible, both your children are incredible tennis players. Um, but, you know, both of them had a different spark with the sport. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not the sport itself. that's the spark. It's what it teaches them. It helps them play out the spark. Yeah, find something about themselves. Yes, yes. And that's, and, and you know, Julie is going to, um, we're going to do more of these together because I think we have so much to talk about. And what I would like us to get into is really her work with youth and um, her tennis programs, really, really kind of digging into that piece of it that, you know, she has a philosophy, play to learn. You know, and uh, do you want to tell talk a minute about what that philosophy means and how that plays out and what you do? Well, I, I believe, you know, the, the best way to learn about yourself or to experience things is through experience. You know, you learn by doing, you yeah. learn by participating. 
Um, and, you know, in tennis, I mean, I've used that phrase quite a bit, play to learn. You know, the best way to learn how to play tennis is to play it. Yeah. And, um, and I just think that applies to life as well. Well, um, and then and to add to that, like you've mentioned many times, when you're in that play to learn, you've had many um, young people find different strengths they've had in the game oh, yeah. that they've carried on into other aspects of their life. Some of them continued with tennis, but some continued in other things, but they took those skills and those strengths that they learned in playing the game to life situations. And I think that's such a valuable part of creating programming for people for young people, because it was more about just the skill of the game. You know, you help them recognize their strengths or help them find their strengths in the game, you know, and maybe that's a leadership skill. Maybe that's running the team. Maybe that's, you know, helping organize a, a, a tournament. Or developing, um, you know, athletic skills that may help them in another sport that they choose later um or or you know helping them to become like you said a better leader a better in their academics and mm -hmm. their schoolwork and also giving them a sense of confidence finding their own confidence in something which you know leads to other things that now they're more confident so they're more willing and involved in other things as a result. Yeah, and I think when they're given that opportunity and they find their sparks, they're more likely to do better, do better in life, do better in school, um, do better in other things that they do, um, which is really at the foundation of what you've done. And that's where you and I kind of resonate because we both have a very similar philosophy about life and what people need to be successful or put on a path of uh, purpose. Um, and I think, you know, we kind of have been able to work on that. And, and when what's, what's another great thing is that I really think a lot of that philosophy came from our twinship. You know, kind of learning through twinships. We had many experiences together. We've had good, we've had bad, we've learned lessons. And then we've had people in our life that have really nurtured that way of thinking, whether they realized it or not. You know, they they've shown us what it means to find yourself, to find your kind of identity, while at the same time recognizing and appreciating who you are as a twi as twins. Well, and I also think being a twin has kind of taught me to have an understanding of other people, hmm. uh, to, to be empathetic to others, to listen to others, and to be collaborative and a team player. Yeah. And I, I think having the experience of, of being a twin has, you know, has taught me that, has shaped probably the ways I approach relationships or, you know, work situations, um, um, leadership style, 
is from my experience as a twin. Yeah, very kind of, I mean, I know for sure that we are both very collaborative. We, we, we like to collaborate with others. We like other people's voices to be involved in decision-making. And that really comes from, you know, our twinship where we've really had to do that. I mean, there are times that we had to share and um, do things together, even at times when maybe we really didn't want to, but we had to learn to problem solve. We had to learn to work together. We, we had to learn to appreciate our differences. <laughs> What's that? We shared, a, we shared a womb, but then we shared a room. And <laughs> That's true. We've had, you know, we had to share ever since, um, you know, and I, and I think that was actually very valuable to us to, to learn how to share and um, help somebody out. You know, I mean, there have been many times, I think as twins, we've had to help each other do things. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that's made us um, more open to kind of sharing or helping others. Yeah, I think so too. Well, we'll have to, we'll certainly have to do this again. Yes, because um, obviously we could talk all day. And all we, really, <laughs> we really could talk all day and we could probably, you know, come up with all kinds of things to, to share, but um, this was a really good conversation. I look forward to the next phase of this conversation. And um, I'm hoping all of you out there listening really uh, enjoyed it and, and got, some, got some good things out of it. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, and, and those parents out there that may be listening, you know, if this kind of helps, hopefully it can be helpful. Because I know being a parent of a twin or a multiple has its challenges, for sure. Yeah. Um, so hopefully some of the, the, you know, we can be an example, maybe, maybe some. Um, and certainly maybe we could, in the future, maybe talk about topics that could help them further. <laughs> with, yeah, definitely. With twins. <laughs> we can talk about the good, bad, and ugly of twinship. <laughs> yes, and, and maybe even be able to share other twin stories you know that that could have a different kind of perspective of, of yeah what it's like, an identical twin so yeah that's that that would be wonderful well thank you for taking time out today and i'm sure i'll be seeing you very soon yeah yes probably after we get off <laughs> yeah i'm sure <laughs> thank you okay thanks for having me bye bye Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please donate to the paypal.me slash findthegym and be sure to subscribe to the Find the Gym podcast on our website at www.findthehiddengym.com and also join us on Facebook at The Hidden Gym.